Welcome to the BBC, a wax cast based on collaboration, not competition. Between Both Cheeks is a world filled with beauty, bums, and billions of bucks. The hosts of the BBC are Luba, the badass boss bitch, creator and owner of international brands and beauty salons. I'm going to be tall and hot and young. <laughs> the blood of a young child. Becca, the once newbie and now experienced enforcer, she's hatched out of her egg and manages business with authority and a smile. It's not a right, it's a privilege. And Ashley, a straight, shooting, spicy Italian. Hot off the global circuit, she's got expertise to share. Well, if you want to go eat and drink, I'm your girl. <laughs> Welcome to the BBC. Bring me your balls. No, Kelly Clarkson! Are you sleeping? <laughs> Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to all you lovely babes and dudes out there. Thank you so much for joining us on the BBC today. I have the beautiful Luba and the ever so wonderful Becca, and we are here to just shed some light on the year that we have just had. We are going to wrap up season one, take a little few weeks off because we know all of you estheticians are going to be crazy busy in the treatment rooms come December. Um, so we'll give you a month off from us and go into our season two. So with that being said, um, looking back on 2020, what did we learn? <laughs> Let's not do it again. <laughs> <laughs> Hindsight is not 2020. <laughs> you know what? On a, I, it's hard because on a personal level, I'm super stoked. And I think that this was an awesome year. Yeah. But on a professional level, on a world level, this was a and on my belt level, this was a horrible <laughs> year. Because let me tell you, my pant sizes went up a few and not just because I'm pregnant. <laughs> At least you have a reason. At least now I do. Now I do. I didn't beforehand. <laughs> I really didn't. Like, I want to know what everybody else was doing while we were all in lockdown because all I was doing was baking and eating. <laughs> yeah. I think everyone was. Yeah. So what did you, you said, Ash, that you, um, it was a good year for you personally, 2020. So talk about that. I got pregnant. I've been trying to get pregnant for a really long time. So for me, this oh. was like a huge, I guess, weight off my shoulders. I guess they say when you're stressed, you can't get pregnant. And <laughs> I guess I had no stress because I was just at home eating and baking <laughs> and baking and just dancing around my kitchen and having and lots of sex, obviously. Apparently. So yeah, <laughs> it, worked. It, it worked. And and here we are. And I got my own little bun in the oven. Mm. So I'm super stoked about that. So personally, it was a really good year. Mm. Um, financially, let's say I think we all took a smoke and hit this year. Yeah. Um, no matter whether you own your own business or you work for somebody or you're trying to branch out, this was definitely a year that it was hard and it made you really stop and think. But I do love the fact that I think it made this industry think outside the box. Yeah. I think it it really took us from a completely in your face, like face to face type of industry to we've kind of broadened our horizons and realized that we can do things online. We can, you know, 
get a hold of our clients and and teach our clients how to do things, not necessarily face to face, but we can do things virtually. We can, you know, have webinars and we can have open houses and we can do facial tutorials and waxing tutorials and all these different kinds of things with our clients from the comfort of their own home and our own home and keep our social distancing. So I think it really, even if you look at our, um, oh man, baby brain, what's the word I'm looking for? Our trade shows (laughs) have all, you know, turned to this online platform. And I think it's really neat to see how this industry has started to really think outside the box. So I'm, I'm happy about that. I think it was the push that this industry needed. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, Becca, what about you? What are you looking forward to wrapping up for 2020? And what was a highlight for 2020? Mm, I agree with Ashley. I had a pretty good year. My year was great. I don't have many complaints and I feel bad saying that because I know collectively it was not a good year. I know. Don't you feel kind of guilty sometimes? Like that's one yeah, of the feelings like, I have. Like it's that feeling of guilt when everyone's like, this was such a shit year. And I'm like, hee hee, I really kind of liked it. <laughs> yeah. Like I liked staying at home and work has been good. The business has been doing well despite of everything, which is nice. I don't have to stress about that or like where I'm getting paid. I didn't have those kind of worries like some other people I know um, my savings account is great better than it's ever been so I did not take a financial hit because I couldn't spend money because I couldn't go out <laughs> yeah. um, I'm looking forward to a vaccine yeah I'm looking mm-hmm. forward to travel again I'm looking forward to not having my American friends be so worried anymore. Hopefully, hopefully the election goes well and Trump is gone. Uh, So many things. Yeah. I just, for everyone else, I want 2020 to be done and only good things to come in and all the new systems. But personally, it's been pretty good and I can't complain. Yeah. Hmm. And Luba? What are your thoughts on 2020? <laughs> As we say, oh, we've had great years. Yeah. Yeah, uh, this by far has been the most challenging year and mainly because I got sick and was battling breast cancer through it. But I'm very excited to do this. <laughs> and not have to hide this anymore. All my wigs that I've been putting on. So those of you that aren't watching and listening, I just ripped off my wig. And I had, um, I had loads of conversations when I was like kind of hiding behind the whole cancer thing. And I was going on channel three news and doing webinars and stuff. And some of my close friends that knew I was like, I'm just going to like rip off my wig in the middle of the segment and be like, and I have cancer. And they're like, oh my God, are you really going to do that? And I, I would think I said to them, like, you really think I would do something like that? And they're like, um, yes. So I'm very grateful that this is now out and I can make positive things happen from it and start mm-hmm. working with the Cancer Society and make some really great things happen that way. Um, I'm grateful that um, we had the opportunity to fix everything in the background for Bright. So, you know, we, we launched Bright and we would have been busy with travel and we would have been busy with the stores and we would have been busy with all of the stuff that goes with it. But I think with the shutdown, it gave us the opportunity to really focus on the website, the e-commerce, the training, the webinars, and really getting everything sorted out properly. And when we hit those few hiccups, whether it be selling out of product or 
um, whatever that may be, we had the opportunity to fix it because of COVID. I think if we were in the real world, we wouldn't have had those opportunities to fix those things. So I think 2020 was more of a, a training year for us. Um, so, you know, <laughs> happy about that. Happy that, uh, um, you know, happy that COVID happened at this time with my illness. So I was able to sit at home. I think I would have went completely nuts if the illness would have happened during um, a time where I was used to traveling back and forth for two weeks, but being forced to stay at home and sit at home and take care of myself also showed me that I don't need to be in Vegas every two weeks. I don't have to fly down the instant something happens with a staff member or with the store or whatever it may be to go try to run and fix it. It's really shown me that so much can be accomplished from a Zoom call or a FaceTime call or just a regular phone call. And no, I don't have to be going crazy and, and you know, having my relation, my personal relationships suffer because I need to fly down right away. So it was a big learning curve as, you know, as Ashley said, for, for the industry. But um, yes, I am looking forward to travel and I am looking forward to allowing our fellow Americans back into our country <laughs> so they can come visit here. Um, yeah, I'm just, I'm looking forward to putting a lot of stuff behind me, but I'm still taking the, everything that I learned from it and moving forward with that. I think there's lots to take away from this year. I have to ask though, does whipping off that wig feel anything like ripping off your bra, bra. at the end of the day? Like the relief that you feel. Probably <laughs> even more. Yeah. Probably even more because like it, it gets scratchy and, and like itchy and like, you know, we had a hot summer, right. And I was wearing wigs through the entire time. Like some, you know, obviously if I was on calls with you guys and stuff, like I would put on my scarf and things were fine. But if the girls in Vegas were FaceTiming me for whatever reason, I was like, shit. And I was like running to like find a wig and throw it. <laughs> One of the girls had called me, called me once and I answered and I'm like, oh my God, like I don't have my wig on. So like I put it towards the ceiling and then I hung up and then I like went and I like found <laughs> and I put it on and I was like, oh, sorry. Like just technical difficulties or so I'm looking forward to like not having to like lie about that any longer. That's been, that's been a huge like elephant in, in the room and hard to, hard to process and deal with and, and all that stuff. So, and some great things are going to come out of it that I, that I want to happen. So. Yeah, and we'll announce those next season. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So you have to stay tuned. More secrets. <laughs> listen to next season. If you want to know all the goods, um, but yeah, it was uh, it was a trying year. I never thought in a million years I would live through something like this. Mm. Like it was absolutely wild. And I think finally for the first time too, because this industry is so competitive, it was finally a time that I think business owners like came together a little bit. Mm -hmm, definitely. And tried to brainstorm different ways to be like be able to make money or lean on each other or yeah, definitely. Right. And that's just so foreign in our industry because all we see is compete, 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 compete. And now all of a sudden, you know, people are working together. They've got, uh, you know, um, other business owners on their podcasts. They're, you know, trying to collaborate with them in training, like what, whatever it may be, it really kind of opened up this door and made people softer in a way that we are 
in this together. We have to work together. Mm-hmm. Anybody who's been in this industry for a long time, you know, I don't care what country you live in, you know, this is a small industry mm-hmm. and everybody knows everybody. And even if you think you don't know somebody, there's somebody that you know that does know that person yeah. or that business or that product or that distributor or whatever it may be. Yeah. So don't burn your bridges, you know, yeah. stay tight, lean on each other yeah. and, and stop making this such a competitive industry. We all have a slice of the pie and, yes. and we can do really well that way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if you can change one thing Ooh. about 2020, what would it be? <sighs> I wasn't prepared okay. for these questions. <laughs> <laughs> That's what makes the podcast so great. It's very real. Oh my I God. No time to reflect or meditate. I know. I know. I, I asked it. I don't even know what the answer to that is for myself. Like, I don't know what? if I would change anything, but maybe that's because I haven't been that affected by it. I think it was a good lesson in surrendering and control and how little control you do actually have over your life and, you know, being grateful and prioritizing things that are important for you. And it was a good time to pause and reevaluate like your friendships and your relationship with your family and, you know, things like your living situation, your job, how much you pay for car insurance, like whatever it was. Mm -hmm. um, So I enjoyed that this year, but again, I'm very privileged. So I don't know if I would change anything. I'm sure I'll think of something after you guys start going. (laughs) Ash, anything that you would change? Oh man, I would have baked less. Eight less. <laughs> Does that count? Um, I maybe would have taken a little bit more time while we were on lockdown. I, I really wasn't on lockdown myself for very long. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's hard because I was one of the more privileged ones that was only off for a very short amount of time. Um, and so I kind of wish I had have, instead of, you know, spending all my time in the kitchen and bacon and eating, mm-hmm. I kind of wish I had to spend a little bit more time going through old notebooks and things and, and really spending more time on, on my educational side of things and maybe even going through old boxes and things in the basement and kind of doing more like of a spring cleanup. I really yeah. didn't do as much of that as I probably should have. And then when things did get going again, it was hustle and bustle and has yeah. been nonstop ever since. So yeah. it's almost like I slowed down ever so slightly to just like full speed ahead and let's go. Mm-hmm. which I'm happy about. I'm not complaining about. I just wish that I had of maybe, maybe enjoyed or taken advantage of that time off a little, a little bit more than I did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I'm, you know, similar to Becca. Like, I don't think I would change anything. I think I'm, I've always been a believer that everything happens for a reason. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and, and obviously I had like a triple whammy with everything that happened. Um, but it was, you know, it gave me the opportunity to sit back and re- reevaluate everything personally and professionally in my life, like the employees that are in my life, in my store, the, um, the friends that are in my life and do they serve a purpose there and really evaluating what everyone brings to the table for me. You know, are they a negative person? Are they a positive person? Do they bring value to my life? Do they bring value to the business? Are they a good person or, you know, are they one of those people that you just kind of hang out with because you've been friends with them for so long and you don't want to change that because that's just what you know. Um, Mm -hmm. They really gave me the opportunity to reevaluate that and be like, life is short. 
if I learned anything from 2020, life is short. Um, Mm -hmm. Mortality can slap you across the face and all of a sudden you start looking at regrets that you may have had. And I would much rather spend time with people that bring all those things to my life and are a positive influence as opposed to those people that are, you know, I I have to go to coffee with them because I've just been friends with them for 10 years. Mm-hmm. And I never would have looked at that if we didn't have 2020 happen. I just would have mm-hmm. continued on my toxic little trail of, you know, this is life, get up and get going and, you know, travel back and forth. And, and I was really like, I would say 29, like more around the time, like when my mom had passed in 2019, um, it was the first time in a decade that I finally got on the plane and I was like, I'm done. I'm done with the travel. Like I'm, I'm exhausted. Like this is too much. And that, that was 10 years of pretty much going either month to month or every two weeks. And finally, like my body was just like, I'm done. This is no longer fun. I'm no longer excited. Like I'm, I feel done. And then God was like, here you go. 2020. Yes, you are. (laughs) Yeah, asking you, you you manifested it. I was just going to say, did you manifest this? You totally did. (laughs) Listen, I'm a very organized person and I definitely plan to get cancer during COVID because it was very very convenient. Let me just say that. And no one questioned anything. It was a good veil. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I'm just, I'm so happy that I was given the opportunity to sit back and re reevaluate everything in my life because I never mm-hmm. would have done that before. And you know how grateful I am to, to have what I have and to do what I love and, and all of that. Um, I think it also gave me opportunity to work on the things that I really love to work on, which is like product development and bottles and labels and marketing and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. If we were just doing normal stuff, day-to-day stuff, none of that would have happened. And that's what, like, yeah. that's what keeps me alive. And that's what keeps me passionate about the industry. And I had more time to do that with the shutdown. Mm-hmm. You get bogged down with the everyday stuff that you forget about what oh, you actually, actually like so often. I, I thought of something as you were saying that, Luba, and I was really racking my brain. And 2019 was a lot harder of a year for me personally than 2020. And I was trying to think, like, what would I change? What was like one moment that really sucked in 2020? And I was thinking, and the only thing I could think of was I donated blood in the summer and the same day I donated blood that morning I went on a 5k run I would change that I would not have gone on a run that same day and that's that's like in all of 2020 that has been like the worst experience and even that wasn't that bad so I think I'm doing pretty good but I would not have gone on a run because I think you failed to for that When you said that you went and you gave blood and thank you for that, because I know that's when I had to get my blood transfusion. So Becca went out and donated blood. Um, And I was hoping to get her blood because I was like, yes, I'm going to be tall and young. (laughs) (laughs) The blood of a young child. Wrong blood type. (laughs) Um, But you failed to mention that you went for a run. You just said that you felt really weak. I was so weak and I almost fainted in the room and... Oh yeah, it was bad. And then I was talking to my nurse friend and she was like, well, what did you do before? And I was like, oh, I I did a 5k. She was like, no, 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 no. (laughs) Because apparently donating blood is like 600 calories. So you definitely don't need to work out the same day. 
Well, that I, I didn't. Maybe that. that's what you need. Like that, that should be like the slogan of getting people to donate. I know. Blood. I would like they should I'll advertise burn 600 this. calories in one day. Donate blood, and you can eat a free Big Mac. Like yeah, <laughs> burn 600 calories while you sit in a chair and do nothing. <laughs> you have like a lineup around the corner. Yeah. You're like, what just happened? Like, we just found out that you're gonna burn 600 calories. Yeah. Like, I'm here every it's day. True. You can lose weight and not exercise. That's fantastic. <laughs> Don't tell beach body. <laughs> right. Blood body. Yeah. But that's it. That's like, that's the only thing I could think of so far that I didn't enjoy. I think it was a year that really made people definitely reflect on their relationships for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I, I think that I've taken advantage of a lot of my relationships and I'm so busy working and traveling and doing all these kinds of things that I'm ever so thankful that I've got friends that, I don't necessarily have to talk to you on a daily basis and we are still equally as close when we pick up the phone or the FaceTime, you know, four, three, six months later. And it's almost like you pick up where you left off. But this was definitely one of those times that you wanted to reach out to those people and you wanted to make sure that you were keeping in contact and everybody was doing okay. And Mm -hmm. I think it was a test of our our mental strength this year. Definitely. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I couldn't agree more with that. Um, okay. Yeah, to, to say the least. I mean, overall, I think the three of us had a decent year, um, if you can say that. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe not me, but. <laughs> you're so, your mind. But there's positive so good, to though. be, there's, there's yeah. positivity to be taken out of everything that mm-hmm. any of us, you know, went through or did or, or happened this year. You know, there's, there's positive to take out of it. It may not have felt like it necessarily at the time, yeah. but looking back hindsight 2020 and, and you can see all the positivity that has come out of this. Do we need a vaccine? Yes, yes. we do. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Do I need to get my butt back on a plane? I am dying to travel. There are so many places. I haven't had my lobster. I haven't had, like, I'm missing yeah. so many things this year. Yeah. And I just, I miss even the faces and, and traveling around the country and seeing people. And I'm sure you guys are much the same. Yeah. So I'm really looking forward to the travel again. And I'm hoping that this is not a long drawn out, whatever the heck it is. Yeah. I heard somebody say the other day that they're like, yep, this is going to be all over once the election's over. And I, was like, I yeah. sure hope that's not the case. Miraculously, it's going to go away. <laughs> well, that's great because that's today. We're recording on the day of the U.S. election. Yeah. <laughs> right? So if we're going to wake up tomorrow morning and all of a sudden everything's going to be back yeah. to normal. That would be amazing. Yeah, it would be good. I mean, I don't see anything really happening till the second half of 2021. I know I got a couple emails from some shows and they're going to stay virtual um, for the first half of 2021. So, you know, it'll still be kind of interesting at the beginning of the year, but the last Mm -hmm. half of 2021 will be, it'll be nice to have some sort of normality back to it. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, it makes us think about all the things that we should be grateful for. Like we're free to go in and out of different countries and travel to different places and we're able to, you know, book a flight over a weekend and, you know, go to Vegas for the weekend or whatever, you know, whatever that looks like, or, you know, just go across the border, you know, Ash to New York, mm-hmm. us to Seattle, what it like, that was never a question before of like, oh, let's just take a weekend trip down to the US. Um, that was all kind of taken away from everyone. So it makes you kind of sit back and be like, wow, I really had everything at my fingertips. It's not a right, it's a privilege. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, I had a border guard tell me that once. Really? Oh my gosh. That just yeah. makes me think of my parents. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so I mean, that's, I think that's, very 
it, it has been a very reflective year, I think, for the three of us and what things look like moving forward. And where would be, where's one of the first places you want to go on vacation? Oh. You guys thought about that? Oh, man. Or did you is have it real, Is it really sad that I was like really looking forward to my work trips? Like, no, <laughs> no, no. When I was good, <laughs> those were the best. Like really looking forward to my work trips and, and getting back to seeing people and getting back to, you know, the East Coast, the West Coast, getting back to Spain or over to Germany. Like I'm really just looking forward to, to work travel again. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. On my bucket list is Turks and Caicos. It has right. always been on my bucket list, mm-hmm. but I'm hoping that that becomes a part of Canada. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so there's been talk about that for a while. So I'm, yeah, those are definitely places that I, I want to go, but I don't, I don't know, even just, yeah, even to the States, even to other provinces, just being able to travel to other provinces and not have to, to work. Hide your license plate. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) When I see people from Ontario out here, I'm like, Hey, go back home. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen cars with their windows smashed in and that they have different plates or like notes written on windshields, which is crazy (laughs) because sometimes people have literally been working in other provinces for like a year. And, yeah. then, and they go back and forth constantly. And you just don't change your place. Yeah. What do you mean? You don't want to pay into ICBC in Canada? Such a great deal on insurance. That's one thing I hope stays on 2020. I hope that they won't because our provincial election didn't work to get rid of them. But no, they I hope not. we get a non-monopoly private sector for insurance. Uh-huh. <laughs> Like yeah. the rest of Canada? Yes. yes. It's <laughs> so dumb. It's Pretty so much. Dumb. Pretty much. Um, I'm looking forward to Mexico. I would really like to do a Mexico trip. Mm-hmm. All inclusive? No, we, we rented oh. a condo. So we oh, that's a- better. Yeah. yeah. And then um, when we want to go out to eat, we go out to eat. If we want to cook something, then we've got all the food that we pick up at, at Costco the night before or whatever. Mm-hmm. So Hold yeah. on. There's a Costco in Mexico? Yes. Yeah, they have Costco. There's Walmart, Costco. Oh, oh, they have yes. Costco. You name it. They got it. Um, Learn something new every day. I'm not saying in a village, that's for sure. Um, but yeah, that, that would be my kind of like, uh, okay, so, the you know, summer. and especially with like really being on lockdown, like with, you know, going through chemo and stuff, I wasn't allowed out. Like I haven't had, I'm looking forward to a fucking pedicure. I've oh, me too. Year. Okay, you don't even get to say it because I wasn't allowed to do any facials, any pedicures, like anything that could possibly cause an infection. I couldn't do the entire time with my illness. So the last time I had a manicure pedicure, oh, and my nails and toes were falling off too, um, was January of last year for my 40th birthday. Holy Hannah. So I'm just looking forward to like getting that stuff done and actually being out. But yeah, Mexico would be would be nice. Mm-hmm. I want to go to Bali. Do eat, pray, love. Ooh, there you oh, go. Yeah. Very or nice. do the El Camino walk in Spain. Oh, it's like a seven day, ten day hike that you do. That you walk like ancient spiritual trails. That like the I forget like some old religious group, I think Christians or somebody, some saint, some <laughs> famous like religious person did it and they like saw God and whatever. But 
you, I, I just want to do it because the scenery looks beautiful and the old architecture that you pass, like all the Spain is beautiful. I yeah. highly recommend getting to Spain. Yeah. And just like walking through it. But then also I'm like, I need someone to go with because I'm a woman and I don't want to die. <laughs> and Tyson doesn't want to go on this. No. <laughs> no. So well, if you want to go eat and drink, I'm your girl. <laughs> <laughs> you want to go hike somewhere through the country yeah I'm all right really cool really cool maybe one day when I'm like older after I do some self-defense classes or something I get stronger and scary looking yeah but those are mine but overall it's been the craziest year I've ever lived through um wow. but you know, good thing it's been an adventure been- yeah you can look at it that way yeah, you and can lots journey. of lots of learning. Yeah. Yeah. It was been a it's been a journey, that's for sure. It's been a war, it's been a journey, it's been an experience. It's been a battle. Yeah. Yeah. Well, on the plus side, we have two thousand downloads on the podcast. Yes, now we just you. hit that as we end season one. Yeah. So two thousand individual downloads. Keep it's because when you put on a, a title like pre cum, all of a sudden all the downloads start to <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Do we know what our most popular episode is? We can look it up. Yeah. I'd like to see that. I wonder if it's the one that has the sex on top of it. Yeah. Well, oh, that one was hilarious. After all of them post for the entire season, we'll have to, we'll have to look at that. But Get we definitely analytics. got some good ones. And then once we start posting these to YouTube too, it'll be interesting to see all the da- the downloads that we get on which ones. But yeah, when you put anal bleaching or sex in a title, it's usually the most downloadable ones. Yeah, gross. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you for those two thousand those two thousand devices that downloaded our our podcast. I don't know. That's probably not two thousand people. Just two thousand downloads. Two thousand downloads. Yeah. yeah. So, thanks for listening to us. Hopefully, you guys will join us for the next season. Reach out to us even during the time that we are going to be on vacation from this podcast um ash will be back with the baby she'll be breastfeeding at the same time yeah you get to see my boobs next year (laughs) there's a reason stay tuned for that stay tuned for titties (laughs) there you go hopefully Um, 2021 is better more predictable yeah predictable would be good yeah it would be good So thanks for joining us for an entire season. We appreciate everything, all the downloads, all the support, all the DMs. Uh, Becca, where can they find us? Search us up on Instagram at Between Both Cheeks. We have a website, betweenbothcheeks.com. If you want to find all of our episodes, you can also find our episodes on Spotify, iHeartRadio, the Apple Podcast app, or anywhere else you listen to your favorite podcasts. Thank you and see you next year. Bye.